Welcome to ADHD Flourishing about living awesomely with autism and ADHD. You deserve recognition for both the challenges and the superpowers of this unique neurotype. Let's celebrate wisdom and support from real life stories and talk strategies to manage the difficulties of day-to-day life so we can move beyond that to thriving and building a sustainable and awesome life. If you want to be here, you are accepted here and you belong. I'm your ADHD host, Mattia Murray. Let's do this. Hello, this is a bonus recording of a live workshop in Like Your Brain that initially I was planning to just share there. Then I got some enthusiastic feedback that some folks found it really helpful and I realized it might be useful to share here as well. So I went through and cut out the silences and cut out some ums on my part as I was processing live. And for Like Your Brain folks who want to listen to the full recording with everyone's sharing and comments, P.S. This is a great example of hearing my actual live processing time versus what I clean up for the podcast, just validating slower processing time. I also cut out the participants talking, so there are a few points where I cut my responses because they didn't make sense, and several other moments where you hear me give an answer that's still helpful even though you didn't hear the question. I left in saying how many minutes I gave people to write after the prompts, though the actual silence is cut out, just to give you a potential guideline if you want one. Otherwise, I'd say you can either listen straight through to understand the whole process, then come back and use the questions in the show notes or transcript, or you can actually pause as you go through and write. I'm often listening to podcasts while in motion, so whatever works best for you. And of course, it's possible to just let all these things percolate in your head and not write anything down. But if you do have anything come up that feels interesting or different or surprising, I would suggest capturing it somewhere, even if it's just recording a voice memo on your phone or something. I was recently looking back at my own journaling from the end of 2022, and wow, I was in a really different place in certain ways. And it's really cool to see what I was dreaming of and then be able to look back at what actually happened. And that's one of the cool things that a year end or year beginning process can do for you. The reason I wanted to do this workshop At least for me, when I do sort of traditional goal setting processes, it's really easy to get focused on career and like the impact we want to have on the world or something. Like when I do traditional goal setting, that's pretty much always where my brain goes. It's like, what do I want my art career to look like and all this stuff? And I don't necessarily think about how do I want my body to feel and how do I need to support my body and my brain in order to actually do anything at all. So My intention for this is that you can come up with one or more, and I mean, I am using the word goal sometimes. I know people, some people don't like that. So, you know, an intention, an idea, a desire, whatever word you want to put in there for 2024, that's about your pleasure and or your interest. So something that's like personally interesting, compelling, feels good. Um, obviously for some people you take pleasure and interest in your work and there's overlap there. So I'm not saying that they can't be related if they're related for you. That's totally fine. Uh, I just, I want to pull it back to kind of how we feel and, uh, you know, not, not necessarily have it be too project oriented, um, as opposed to, for example, something that's usually a goal of mine, but I don't necessarily make space for is spending more time in nature that's just so vague and I live in South Philly. So I have to like make an effort to get to nature. I can't just like 
walk to it. So, you know, that's something where if I don't make space for it, it just kind of doesn't happen. And to give another personal example, there was a period of time, probably a year ago, where I was getting really annoyed with my partner for interrupting me during the workday. And then I realized, oh, this is super unfair because when I had a day job that I didn't like, I actively wanted them to interrupt me. (laughs) So like I had basically trained them to interrupt me. And then I started doing work I was more interested in. And then I started getting annoyed. um, And I realized that uh, like something that just helped me reframe it was kind of adding, intentionally adding to my goals, this kind of broad high level goal about vibrant love with like friends, partners, et cetera. So now it wasn't just, oh, you're distracting me from my work. It was like, oh, I'm just shifting from this goal to this other goal. So anyway, that's kind of what I mean by like having a a personal goal um, that can be like seeing that alongside my kind of professional goals was like, oh, right, this actually is a very important thing. Um, It's not just like a side, you know, extra thing. Um, Oh, and then I also wrote down about that story that that was also like a transition issue. So like, if you were having that same problem, you might come up with the goal of figure out how to handle transitions better, right? Like that could be a a personal thing. So just an example, the basic overview of what we're going to move through. I'm going to put these questions in the chat. These are the basic questions we're going to be moving through. And I'll kind of be explaining these and making space for questions as we go. What makes you feel happy, feel good, et cetera, or however else you want to feel what activities, situations, people, et cetera, support you in experiencing or feeling that way? What are some potential goals that might move you toward that? And then is there one from that that stands out that you'd like to work with? What might this look like for next year? And what do you need to support this? So that's the basic structure we're going to move through. So the first overarching question is, how do you want to feel? <laughs> Obviously, this is not all the time. This is like what feeling states do you enjoy? Um, what are kind of some of your favorite ways to feel? It's funny that I use the word happy because that's actually not usually what I'm going for. Words that come to mind for me are engaged, content, creative, in flow. Um, those are some of the states that I like. The kind of longer version of this question is when you think about times that you feel good or when you like the way that you're feeling. How might you describe that? And, oh, and a question in the chat. I wonder whether pitfalls to the initial question, like not valid feelings or things one might quickly go to that aren't really feelings. I think that's fine. I'm using feelings just as a, I use the word pretty broadly, I guess. So if something's coming to mind that isn't exactly a feeling, that's totally fine. Um, Like brain state is another term I might use, or just like experiences that you like to have. And if that doesn't answer the question, let me know. And, oh yeah, I forgot to say, uh, you might want something to write with or just type on your device or something. And I'm going to give folks one minute to just jot down things about how you like to feel. Yep. So just, just the question, like when you think about times you feel good or that you like the way that you're feeling, how might you describe that? So like what kind of feeling states do you enjoy? Okay. And then question two might kind of cover the question about question one about like feeling states because it's what activities, situations, people, et cetera, support you in experiencing or feeling that way. Like the way you want to feel 
what are you doing? Who are you with when you feel that way? And then potentially follow-up question, are there any patterns you notice when you think about the times that you felt this way? So I'm going to give a couple examples that people don't always think of, but are pretty consistent for me, which is when I feel the way I want to feel, I often feel a sense of control and a sense of certainty. So not like I'm controlling anyone else, but for example, I have control over my environment and I have some certainty about how things are going to go. So those are kind of, you know, background things, but those are highly correlated with me feeling that engaged, content, creative flow set of feelings that I really like. And this time I'm going to give you three minutes to write about this, just activities, situations, people, et cetera, that support you in experiencing what you want to experience or feeling how you want to feel, however you put that. So we're coming up in the end of three minutes and in the chat, all my brain is coming up with is things I don't want to feel anymore. Very, very common. Um, <laughs> if it works to kind of find what you consider to be the opposite of that, or like what you do want on the other side of that, that's one way to do that. But it also might be that, you know, for example, one of your goals ends up being like avoiding situations where I feel like that, you know, saying no, like setting boundaries around those things. I think that's a perfectly lovely approach. Um, another really good question that I was trying to think of an answer to is uh, how could one approach this part when the goal is something new? So life so far lacks experience or example situations to draw from. Would you like to talk more about that? Because um, I was going to open this up for questions anyway. I'm not coming up with like a good answer to that, I think, without a specific. My main, I guess, question about that is, have you ever experienced that feeling before? Or is it more like a new feeling that you're trying to experience, if that makes sense? Because if it's like, okay, I've felt this way as a kid, you know, but it's been a really long time, that's different than, well, I would like to be experiencing, you know, something that I don't think I've ever experienced, which does feel a little, again, maybe harder for me to think about without an example. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the example. I'm thinking of formulating something like, I want to feel pleased with the amount of work I get done slash being slash doing enough. So getting rid of, well, <laughs> yeah, getting rid of capitalist and ableist ideal of self-worth. I would buy that if I could uh, in a bottle, <laughs> just a little goal here. Yeah. That's a really good one. Cause it, yeah, I, I like that example of like you have not yet experienced feeling pleased with what, you know, like that feeling of being or doing enough. Yeah, that's a really good one. I might I might approach that with like, are there moments where you have felt really satisfied with your work? So maybe it's not quite, you know, enough in the big picture, but it's like a, a moment of like deep satisfaction and like what got you to feeling that way, if that's something you've experienced. And then I also just wanted to, um, if anybody else has questions at this point or wants to share kind of what you've come up with so far in terms of what makes you feel the way you want to feel if you want to share anything about it because i find that it often helps me to hear from other people uh, like this example like oh yeah that's a <laughs> that's a really useful goal that would feel really good for me right another one of the things i want to feel in flow solitude engaged but self-directed and not pressured externally learning control and ample time for transition yeah that sounds great right i, I will also order that. <laughs> and the other thing, what you said made me think of is like when we're feeling a lot of things we don't want to feel, 
sometimes part of what we want is just a break, rest or peace, like kind of for everything else to stop, for all those other feelings to stop. So anyway, I don't know if that's a useful direction. So moving on to the next question, uh, this can go in a couple directions because if you did have like clear, you're like, this is how, when I feel this, you know, if you have clear situations, activities, or people that move you toward how you want to feel, um, this question might be really kind of obvious, but it's also okay if you don't. Um, this is kind of the point in <laughs> this type of process where uh, I feel like if people aren't like, I don't know, latched onto the questions, it starts to feel like, oh, I'm just not coming up with anything. But that's what I'm here for is to like, help you by the end of this feel like you have something you can work with so if you don't have anything kind of obvious answer to this question that's okay you might be looking farther back in your memory or you might be brainstorming new things so keeping in mind the way you want to feel or maybe something that you want to experience something you know you to go back to what i said at the beginning like pleasure and interest are a couple words that come to mind like something that brings you pleasure something you're interested in what are some potential goals that might move you toward that. And again, it doesn't have to be goals. It could just be, you know, this is, I, this, I would like to experience something like this this year. And I'm going to give folks five minutes to write and I'm going to put the question in the chat. But before we jump into that, does anybody have any questions? And like, does that question make sense with where you're at right now? Or do you need an, uh, an intermediate step? And yeah, I also, I usually say intentions for myself instead of goal yeah something the way i would think about it is that it's something that might actually happen in the next year so not like you are going to permanently move into this you know new feeling state forever but like okay if i i don't know i'm trying like <laughs> if i like go on this vacation to the woods and i get to spend two weeks in the woods that's gonna like feed a bunch of my nature desire yeah, an alternate wording of, well, first you could just put intention in, but I would say another way of wording the question would be like, what might happen or what might you do or experience in the next year that would move you closer to what you want or what you want to be feeling? Like what's a, a thing that might happen or something you might do that would uh, move you in this direction? All right, so I'm going to set a timer for five minutes this time and just... This can be a very big, open, brainstormy thing. These do not have to be realistic at all. <laughs> and before we move on, I just want to check in on how people are doing. And does anybody need to like, is anybody feeling stuck? I think it's okay if at this point, if a lot of the brainstorming stuff feels a little like unrealistic. Oh, good. <laughs> I expected to be stuck, but somehow I am not. <laughs> I, uh, I just, uh, one of mine is I basically want to reorganize my entire house just casually. It's just like <laughs> move everything around. Oh yeah, that's a great, I mean, I want to feel like I'm enough is a lovely goal. I will say I spent about four consecutive years on that. Uh, it was not a quick, <laughs> not a quick process. And it started with me just staring at a post-it note of something my therapist had said to me for like a year and a half, being like, how would I even what does this even mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's a very good one. Okay. There's only two more kind of questions. The next one is just from that brainstorming list or anything else that kind of comes up as you're thinking or writing. Is there 
let's say one or two, maybe three at most um, that stand out that you'd really like to work with? And if so, what might that look like for the next year? Um, year is arbitrary, so feel free to ignore that or work with any range of time. Um, but what I mean is kind of like what's something here that you could start moving toward soon-ish. So it's like not a not a decade-long goal, probably, uh, or intention. Yeah. I mean, again, like I'm suggesting kind of one to three, but that's mostly because I know that probably your personal goals are not your only goals in your life. Um, I mean, because I'm thinking in the range of about a year, I'm thinking of something that's like approachable, possible, you know, kind of in that time range. But again, like, I don't really care if it's, you know, something that you that's like for the next week or month. Great. Like if it's something really small, for example, one of the things I wrote down uh, for myself is leaving social media and putting that energy into local events. I feel like I'm at a point where in 2024, I probably am actually going to like make my sort of final <laughs> potentially permanent decision about social media. And that's something that's been in the works for a long time. So it's still like big, but that's one of the things I wrote down in that, in that brainstorming list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's do, let's do that kind of at the end, because I think, I think you can work with that for, um, for this next list. If you're looking at this and you're like, I want all four of these things, I think that's totally fine. Um, again, this is all made up and arbitrary. I made this all up like yesterday and today. So, uh, <laughs> this is not, not a real set of rules. So yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Going to give people, um, let's say three minutes, um, to write on this one. So like what you want to work with and like what that might actually look like in the year or the time range that you're thinking of. And then I'd also like to do this last one before we jump into uh, specific questions, because this one might clarify some stuff or it might make things feel less accessible. So here's the broad question. What do you need to support some of these things that you've written down or that you might want to do? So that could be what do you already have at your disposal that might support what you want? What might you need to add to your life in terms of people, resources, learning, time, actual physical objects, et cetera, to support your potential personal goal or desire? I'm just going to change the word goal to intention. All right. And I give you three more minutes to write, and then we're jumping into question time. I would say, because um, I, have, I have multiple also, um, just whatever comes up. So you know, whatever you feel like you already have in terms of support and what you might need. Okay. Um, I also love the comment in the chat. Uh, I see it more like a kickoff for my brain to chew on during the next days or even weeks too. Yeah, exactly. Because also when we do anything that's like brainstorming like, it's useful, but depending on how your brain works, um, sometimes you like, you come up with your best idea often at the end and you might need an hour, right? So you might need an hour on just one of these questions. And then at the end of that, you're like, oh, here's the here's the answer <laughs> for me. So now that's like that's all I have in terms of the question. Is anyone wanting help sorting through anything you wrote? Um, I know this is kind of an unusual way of approaching goals, but that's also kind of why I wanted to share it if if you like it because you can use it for anything just kind of starting with like how you want to feel as opposed to well i want to do this external thing 
um, which is usually the first thing we start with. And uh, yeah, would anybody like to either share something you came up with or ask questions, get help sorting through things? I have like five things. I didn't narrow it down to three at all. So mine are like, <laughs> I was like, oh, these are all good. I want to do all these things. Cool. Yeah, uh, I feel that way every year, always. Um, <laughs> big goals that I don't ever, ever finish them all. So uh, some of which are literally, I have one that's now I'm like, well, I guess this is for 2024 because I didn't do it 2023 or the year before. Yeah, anything in particular that you want to talk through? I actually loved, love this example because the it's so obvious why you want the end goal, but the step to get there is terrible and boring and you don't want to do it. And I would say like, it's pretty, yeah. So, I mean, my, my overarching thought kind of give you just like specific advice or thought, um, which is basically like, if it's when it's been a really long time and we have not done something, I usually think the simplest answer is we are not going to do this by ourselves, right? We need help. So that's where that like support question is really important. Like even if it's, you know, finding, uh, you know, if there was an engineer that just like stopped responding, well, maybe you need to find somebody who you would actually pay to come in for two hours and help you, right? Like maybe it wouldn't be free or, you know, maybe it's, or maybe there's somebody you could like trade something with who could do that. But where like, if you're, cause if you're paying somebody to come do it, they're more likely to actually do it as opposed to like, oh, a friend's going to come help me. Um, so yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, you've got the, you've got those steps in the chat. Like you, you know, some of the things you need to do, but when there's like, like, I bet you could break those down further. And this is probably actually 50 steps, right? Which is part of what's the overwhelming. If you start getting into it and you're like, oh, I need this and this and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very relatable. So yeah, I mean, even like that first step on the list, it's like a detailed step-by-step plan. Um, even though sometimes we make a detailed step-by-step plan and then completely ignore it, sometimes it's helpful just to like, to break it down as much as humanly possible. Um, and I, uh, if you if you use Goblin tools at all, the compiler, like you can do a big brain dump that's literally just like, it's not organized at all. You're just like writing can dictate into your computer and just talk out loud um, about all the things you think you need to do. And then you put it in a compiler and it puts out a list, like a bulleted list. Um, And it's not perfect, like it's AI, so it's, you know, it's a little messy, but um, I found that to be really helpful for that kind of like big, complicated. Thank you for putting that in the chat. Because it's also possible that if you make a big list, you'll be like, oh, actually like a couple of these things I can do by myself right now and these are actually easy but then you'll reach a point where there's like okay now i need a person and i think you can i think private messaging is on if you want to um connect yeah that's awesome thank you does anybody else have questions want to share anything that you came up with i had originally said like going to the woods for two weeks as a joke but then i was like oh actually i really want to do that that sounds great i would love two weeks in the woods with no internet (laughs) yeah And that was part of, I kind of figured most people would go. It's why I didn't like uh, try to direct the size of the goal too much because it's great if you come up with something huge and overarching like that that might last a really long time. 
it's also great if you have something that's like super clear and actionable and will take six months, right? Like some of my overarching goals are are truly ridiculous, lifelong, like they're they're very broad and very big, but that's nice because then they can hold a lot. So like if simplifying or I don't know, I, I use the word pruning a lot. <laughs> like I feel like I need to prune often in my life because I otherwise I just like accumulate obligations. That's something actually I usually do it in the winter. So it's part of my like winter end of year process. It's like, okay, what what am I doing that's too much? Um because if we don't have it, it doesn't really usually work for most people to just add something in new without making some space. Because we tend to just fill in the space that we have. Also, like the question in the chat that maybe thinking about what makes you you besides the art. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, I don't know, I, I feel like sometimes it's nice even to have a goal that feels or a, an intention or a, a desire that feels impossible. But yeah, having having like a huge goal can be really awesome because you're like, oh, this is something I really, really want. I I want to move toward this, even if I don't know how to get there yet. Like that open-ended question for your brain, just letting your unconscious go to work on it. Just like, how would this even be possible? Um, that's another way to kind of work with your brain. Oh yeah, <laughs> make something to go into the drawer to explicitly never share with the public. I do that. Uh, I have a shitty draft <laughs> folder slash notebook. And uh, I sometimes will intentionally write a shitty draft. That I don't intend to do anything with, but I'm just like, I just want to write bad music today. Yeah, my brain really likes it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, and sometimes the the shitty draft, you know, gets stuck in my head and then I go back to it. But mostly it is in fact actually bad, which is okay. <laughs> cool. Um, if does anybody else have questions, thoughts, want to share anything? Cool. So if you want, um, I'm guessing that. For folks, um, and also for folks who are listening to this later, um, if you want further support with this, if you're continuing to kind of think over it over days, weeks, you know, next couple months, depending on how your New Year's goes, uh, we've got the Discord, which has uh, both a working on and a seeking something channel. So you can share where you're at or ask for specific support. And if you're wanting more robust support for me to like, actually plan something i made a session called new year map your intention and i will share that um in the group i'll also pop that in the chat and that's basically you know if if at some point in the next step well i have until january 31st i think is the expiration date for this just because it's attached to the new year but basically like if you want to take something that you actually want to do and come up with some kind of plan. Like a lot of what I have in mind is what are the resources you already have? Like what what can you actually move toward without like recreating your entire life or like doing huge things? Like what's accessible now? Because that's just like a, a much better place to start. And then at the same time, like what else might you need? And maybe that's kind of looking ahead for like, okay, so maybe over the next six months I can find this type of support or this kind of person, et cetera. So if anybody wants that, there's the link. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad people thought that this made enough sense to get started with. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. I will see y'all in the group.
Thanks for listening to this bonus workshop from Like Your Brain. I hope it was helpful. The New Year's intention session I mentioned was originally just going to be an offer within Like because I'm moving toward having that be the main space where my clients and community can integrate what I'm teaching and sharing, as well as anything that comes up in our one-on-one work if they seek that support. However, I feel like a New Year's session is so clear and obvious and you'll be able to find your own integration support if desired. My main question, if you're interested, is was there anything a year ago that you really, really wanted to make happen that you had the motivation for, but it just didn't happen? And are you really not wanting that to happen again this year? That's what this session is for. I'm really good at helping people identify the actual problem. And spoiler alert, the problem is absolutely not that you're lazy or incapable. That is never the answer. More likely, you're overworked or undersupported or have too many awesome ideas and not enough time to do them. So if there's something that feels really important to you this year and you'd really like that extra nudge to help know that you have a plan to get it done, you can sign up for the New Year's session before January 31st and you'll have six months to use it, though I recommend by the end of March just so it feels related to the new year for you. One more little bonus I'm throwing in for anyone who signs up by December 25th, 2023. After your session, I'll take the notes I wrote and do some research for you to help you find potential resources. That could be tech solutions, tools, techniques, books, other podcast episodes, specific people to connect you to, etc. I have an enormous body of resources from helping hundreds of neurodivergent people, as well as my own reading and research in my own life. So for everyone who checks out by the end of the day on December 25th, I will do that research session for you after we actually meet, and then I'll send you a follow-up email with recommendations of resources and people and such to check out to jumpstart your process. And if it is connecting you directly with another person, I will ask your permission first. I won't make that connection without your consent. Of course, everything I send is totally optional. I'll try to find a balance between info dumping and making sure it's really targeted for your exact situation right now. And you can come back to it whenever you're ready. Thanks for listening. I'm so grateful for this community. We shot way past 30,000 total downloads yesterday and I read all the notes you send me and I'm just blown away by the enthusiasm of this community. I'm honored that my own struggles and journey have been helpful to you and that I'm able to help start to fill this gap in ADHD-specific resources. I hope you're finding some moments of quiet reflection as we come up on the solstice and the new year. Happy holidays, enjoy the darkest day of the year coming up, and I look forward to welcoming the light alongside you. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here and taking a moment for yourself. I hope the episode sparks some ideas or possibilities for your own journey. If you're looking for gentle ongoing support, I invite you to join the Like Your Brain community. It's a non-hierarchical and no pressure space to share our lived experiences together and learn from each other. Ask authentic questions, share your own wisdom, and be a part of building a safer space for folks with identities that are often marginalized. And if you're not yet ready to be seen in a group space, we've all been there. You can join the podcast support tier, which has a private podcast feed with some of the learnings from Like Your Brain and additional podcast content, so you can absorb on your own terms and timeline. We're here whenever you're ready. The link is in the show notes or at patreon.com slash Mattia. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash m-a-t-t-i-a. Have a great week.